Shalom to all. Today's daf is getting davav, and we are starting about a quarter of the way into the daf at the two dots with the word itmar. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basav Yaakov, Moshe, Her Nishama should have an aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yantev, but Rabbi Asher Anchol, his Nishama should have an aliyah. And the Gemara says itmar was stated Bavel, or we're dealing with the country of Bavel. What its status? Rav Amarav says Eretz Yisrael get in. It's like Eretz Yisrael when it comes to get in, meaning one would not have to say B'fai Nechta B'fai Nechtam. Ushmul Amar Shmuel says Kachutz Laaretz. It's a Kachutz Laaretz. The Gemara suggests Layim B'Hakamif Lagi. Let's say this is their Machlek. That the reason why needs to be said is because we have Lishma issues, and above all, the very learned, so they know that again needs to be written Lishma. That's why doesn't need to be said. The reason for the Takana is because we're not going to be able to find Aiden to Mekaimit. And these getting also written in Bavel, we're not going to be able to find Aiden to Mekaim this get because travel is infrequent in between different errors of Bavel, and therefore we would have to say. Says Vitisbra, is that really logical to say that? Ha Rabba is like the Rava. We've already said previously a number of times the Rabba holds of Rava, and that even if there's no Lishma issues, there's still gonna be an issue of Kim of the get. So that can't be their machlaikas. The Gemara says you're right, El Dukulayam beaten Lakaimai. Everyone requires us to have to be able to Makaim the get. So what's the Machlaikas? Rav Savar Rav holds Kim and Ikamasifta, since there are Yeshivas in Bavel, Mishkach Shichi. So there's always travel back and forth. Once Rav came to Bavel from Eretz Yisrael, he established the Yeshiva in Surah. Shmuel already had a Yeshiva in Arda, so there's Talmud them coming from all over to these yeshivas. So since we have people from all over, we'll be able to make the signatures if we need to. And therefore, B'fayin Echtav doesn't need to be said. Whereas Yishmuel Savar Shmuel holds Masifta Bigger Sayutridi. The people that are learning yeshivas, they're busy learning. And they're not going to recognize other people's signatures. And that's why we would have to say B'fayin Echtav B'fayin Echtav. And Ithmar Nami was also stated, Amr of Abba, Amr of Huna, Rav Abba said B'shem Rav Huna, Asinu Atzmenu B'Bavel, Keretz Yisrael L'Gitin, Michi Asa Rav L'Bavel. We made ourselves in Bavel just like Eretz Yisrael in regards to Gitin from when Rav came to Bavel. Meaning, once Rav came to Bavel, so it was established that Bavel's like Eretz in regards to Gitin because of the yeshiva he established, and there was a lot of travel back and forth, and Talmudin went to these different yeshivas, so Bavel became like Eretz in regards to Gitin that we don't have to say B'fayin Echta Fayin Echta. Now, the Gemara says, Must Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya asked the following question. Rav Yehuda, I'm Rav Yehuda, said in our Mishnah, May Rekem Lemezrach, Verekem Kemezrach. From Rekem towards the east is considered Chutzla Aretz, and Rekem itself is like Chutzla Aretz. Me Ashkelon Ladarim, Ashkelon Kedarim, from Ashkelon and south is considered Chutzla Aretz, and Ashkelon itself is considered like Chutzla Aretz, and this is where the question is going to come from the Mishnah had said from Akai and north that's considered Chutz La'aret and Akai itself is also considered like Chutz La'aret now Vaham Bavel let's find out Eretz Yisrael Kaima Bavel is north of Eretz Yisrael the Pasuk says Vayemra Hashem Eliyah Hashem said to me the Navi said from the north the evil will break forth and that's referring to Bavel so you see the Bavel is north of Eretz Yisrael so Bavel should be considered Chutz La'aret and even if you want to ask Kutanana Rav Meir Rav Meir says Akai Eretz Yisrael Gitin that Akai is like Eretz Yisrael for Gitin that's a feeler of Meir like Amar El Ba'akai. Rameir only said that in regards to Akai itself, the Makarva, because it's very close to Eretz Yisrael. Avobava, the Merachka, Loi. Bavel, which is very far from Eretz Yisrael, even Rav Meir would agree is not like Eretz Yisrael and it's considered like Chutz Laaret. So how could we say that Bavel is like Eretz Yisrael? So Gemara says, He asked the question and he answered it. Labarmi Bavel. Our mission is talking about Chutz Laaret except for Bavel. Bavel has a unique status that even though it's technically located in the Chutz Laaret, it still has a din of Eretz Yisrael. Ask the Gemara, So up until where is Bavel? Meaning, what are the borders of Bavel? So Amr of Papa, of Papa answers, Whatever machlekes we have in regards to Bavel, when we're talking about Yuchsen, so too in regards to Gitin. Now this refers to Gemara Kedushin that discusses the status of different lands when it comes to Yuchsen, meaning the kashas of genealogy of Yedin living there. And the Gemara over there says that Bavel is considered pure when it comes to Yuchsen. And over there, there's a machlekes what the borders of Bavel are. So too over here, it's the same machlekes. However, Rav Yosef, Amr Rav Yosef says, The whole machlekes is only in regards to Yuchsen. When it comes to Gitin, 
Akhoyal, everyone agrees, on Arvatinyan or the Geshra, it's until the second swamp by the bridge. There was a bridge by the Euphrates River, and there were two swamps near there. So everyone agrees the border goes up until the second swamp. Rechizda required to get being brought from Aktisfain to Beardashir to have Bifanachtam said, but if it's being brought from Beardashir to Aktisfain, Bifanachtam did not have to be said. The Gemara suggests that because of the became Lashma, let's say Rechizda holds the whole issue is Lashma, Vahani Gemiri, and the people of Beardashir are very learned, so they know that it needs to be written Lashma, and that's why if it comes from Beardashir to Aktisfain, Bifanachtam does not need to be said. So the Gemara says, Vitizba, is that logical? to say that well, Rabba is like the Rava. We've already said Rabba holds of Rava, and there's always an issue of Kiyom. The Gemara says you're right. Everyone agrees that we have to be able to Mekayim the Get. Vahani and these people of Be'ar Dashir came into Asi Lashuk Hasam since they're always going to the Shuk of Aktisfain. Hanach Yadi b'Chasimus Yada Dahani. The people of Aktisfain recognize the signatures of the people of Be'ar Dashir because the people of Be'ar Dashir are always in Aktisfain for business and for the Shuk, and they're always signing things there and doing documents over there. Whereas Vahani b'Dahanach Loyadi, the people of Be'ar Dashir do not recognize as the people of Aktisfun's signatures. And my time, why is that? They're too busy being involved in the Shuk in the marketplace, so they don't recognize the people of Aktisfun's signatures, and that's why it's only from Beardashir to Aktisfun that we don't need to have Fainachtam, but the other way around, we do have to. And the Gemara continues, Rabbaravua required Fainachtam to be said from one row of houses to another row of houses, meaning even though the get was being brought from across the street, still Fainachtam had to be said. Ravsheshes required from one neighborhood to another. And Rashi says that a neighborhood is three houses. So from one grouping of three houses to another grouping of three houses, Bifani Nechtav had to be said. V'rava, Mashach Baisa Shechuna, Rava required even in that Shechuna itself. Ask Marva, Rava Hudama, Rava himself was one that said, that the issue is we're not going to be able to find Edim to Mekayim signatures, and here we're talking about the same Shechuna, the same grouping of houses. So why Rava require Bifani Nechtav to be said in the same neighborhood? So Gemara answers, Shani B'nei Mechuzah, people of Mechuzah are different, deny thee, because they're always moving around, they're always traveling, and they're Therefore, they don't even recognize their own neighbor's signatures. The Gemara continues. Rav Khan Mushtai. Rav Khan related the following: The Rav Kahana Isi Gita. Rav Kahana brought a get. I don't know if he brought it from Sura to Narda or from Narda to Sura. And also, like Hamid Rav, he came in front of Rav. Amar Lei, he asked him: Do I have to say or no? Amar Lei, he told him: You don't have to. However, if you do say it will help. Ask the Gemara: My Yavdes Ahanis. What does that mean? If you do say it. it Will help. The answer is If the husband comes and is ma'ar and he protests the get, so we're not going to listen to him. And how do we know that this is true? That even though doesn't have to be said, if it is said, it's going to help. Because we have a brisa. There was a story with the fellow He brought again in front of Rabbi Shmuel. The fellow asked Rabbi Do I have to say or do I not have to? He told him, Where are you from? He told him, Rabbi Mikfarsi I'm from Kfar Sisoy. Amr Lai, so Bishmal told him, You have to say, So she shouldn't have to need Edim if the husband comes and is Ma'arir. Since you said, Everything's going to be okay. Now, after this fellow left, Nechlas the fun of Rabbi Lai. Rabbi Lai went in front of Rabbi Shmal, and Amr Lai asked Rabbi Shmal, Kfar Sisoy is absorbed into the board of Eretz Yisrael and closer to Tzipayri than Akai is. Now, that was Rabbi Lai's question. Now, here the Gemara just Explains Rabbi Lai's question. Utanan, we have in our Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Akai Karat Yisrael Ligetin, that Akai is just like Karat Yisrael when it comes to Getin, and Mafila Rabbanon, like Pligal Edra Meir, Elba Akai, the Marachka, the 
one and only argue with Rav Meir specifically in regards to the city Akai because it's very far away from Eretz Yisrael. But Kvar Sisoy, which is so close to Eretz Yisrael, even the Rabbanon don't argue with Rav Meir and they agree that would not have to be said when a get is being brought from Kvar Sisoy. So Rabbi Loi is asking Rabbi Shmuel, why did you tell this fellow that he has to say So Rabbi Shmuel told him, Be quiet, my son, be quiet. Once a matter has brought about a heter, meaning once we know that if a person says that's going to come out for the benefit of the woman, that if the husband comes to be ma'arer, we're not going to need Edom to be makayimit, yatza, so it's already come out. And there's no reason to tell this fellow not to say if anyway it's going to be help for the woman. Now the Gemara just asks why Rabbi Lai asked his question. Rabbi Shmuel had told the fellow that the reason why he should say is so that the woman shouldn't have to come on to Edom if there's an error on the get. So why was Rabbi Lai asking, you don't have to say Rabbi Shmuel wasn't telling the guy that he has to say it. He was just telling the fellow that if you want to help the woman out, so say, so she's not going to need Edim. So the Gemara answers, they didn't finish the statement in front of him. When the Talmudim told Rabbi Loi what Rabbi Shmuel said, they failed to share this last part of the statement with him. So he didn't realize that that's what Rabbi Shmuel said. That's why he asked his question on Rabbi Shmuel. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Yasser sent the following message to Rabbi Chizda, get in the come from there to here, meaning from Babel to Yisrael, the Shaliach does not have to say The Gemara suggests Let's say that Rabbi Yasser holds that the whole issue is Lashma behind Gemiri and the people of Bavel are learned and they know that it has to be written Lashma and that's why doesn't have to be said. The Gemara says once again is that logical to say that? Rabbi holds of Rava so there's an issue of Kiyam as well. The Gemara says you're right Everyone agrees that how we have to be Mekayim to get However, since there's so many people that come up to Eretz Yisrael and then they go back to Babel, Mishkach Shichi, so we'll always be able to find the Edim to be Mekayim the Get, therefore there's no reason to say B'fayin Nechta Fayin Nechtam. Now Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, Man lay molandra Rav Yasser Bahasamchahu, who told us that Rav Yasser is someone that we could rely on? Is Rav Yasser a reliable halachic source? But and furthermore, I'm going to show you how he's not a reliable source, because Ha'ihu Deshalachal Rav Yehuda, he, Rav Yasser, sent the following to Rav Yehuda, B'nai Adam Ha'ilan Misham Lakan, people that come from there to here, Hen Kim Ba'atzman, they fulfilled the following Pasuk in themselves. The Pasuk says, and they've given the child for a zaina, and the girl they sold for wine, and they drank. And he's using this pasuk to emphasize that the people that come from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael to learn Torah for long periods of time, and they neglect their families and their wives, so it's as if they're giving their children away for znos. Now, what was the problem with what he did? He wrote this pasuk without sirtut. Now, sirtut are the lines that are etched into parchment when a sefer Torah, tefillin, or mezuzahs, or davar shabakdusha is written. And when he wrote this pasuk, he wrote it on a piece of paper without etching that line. And why is that a problem? Because Amr of Yitzchak, Yitzchak says, Shtaim kaisvin, shalash ain kaisvin. Two words from the Torah are allowed to be written without sirtot, but three are not allowed to be written unless they're sirtot. And Masisatan was taught in Nebraisa, shalash kaisvin, arba ain kaisvin. The three words are allowed to be written without sirtot, but four words aren't allowed to be written without sirtot. And Rabbi Yasser wrote this without sirtot, and he didn't know the talacha, so we see that he's not a reliable source. Now, Amr Abai answered him, Atu called la yada hadr of Yitzchak, lav gav rabahu. Anyone that doesn't know of this memory of Yitzchak is not considered a great man. I understand if you're going to tell me that he didn't know something that has 
has to do with Svarah, it has to do with logic. So that makes sense. We can discredit Rebbe Vyasar if he doesn't know something that has to do with Svarah. But ha, Gemarahi, this member from Yitzchak is a Gemara. What does it mean it's a Gemara? It's something that comes from Masaira. It's something that's handed down from Rebbe to Talmud. It's not something that has to do with Svarah. The Gemara Leishmiele, and it's very possible that he simply never heard of it before. So it doesn't make him a non-reliable source. But and furthermore, don't tell me that Rebbe Yasser is not a great man. Har Rebbe Yasser, who the Askimari al Yade, Rebbe Yasser is the one that his master agreed to him. What does that mean? His master agreed to him. It means that he set up shot, and Hashem agreed to that shot. The Chesed the Pesach says, "Vatizna all of Pilagshoi," and his Pilagish strayed from him. Now this refers to a very sad episode in Jewish history called Pilagish Begiva. A man got upset at his Pilagish, his concubine, and she ran away from the house. Unscrupulous individuals violated her, and she died because of it. Incensed, her husband tried getting them punished, but to no avail. And this ended up leading to a civil war between Shevet Ben Yamin and the others in which tens of thousands of Yidin were killed on both sides. So this Pasuk talks about this Pelegash of this fellow, and it uses the word Vatizna that she strayed from him. Now the question is, why did she stray from him? Why did she run away from the house? So Rabbi Yasser Amar, he says, Zvov Matzalah, her husband found a fly in his food. Whereas Rabbi Yasser Amar, he says, Nima Matzalah, the husband found a hair. And that's why he got upset at her. Vatzalah, Rabbi Yasser Rabbi Yasser bumped into Eliyahu Navi, and Amar, he asked him, My Kavadakash Baruch Hu, what's Hashem doing right now? Amar, he told him, Asik He's learning the sugya Pelegash Begiva. So Rav Yasser asked him, Umayka Amar, so what's Hashem saying? Amar Leil, Yohanavi told him, Av Yasser bini kachu oimer, Yonason bini kachu oimer. My son Av Yasser says like this, and Yonason my son says like that. Amar Leil, Rav Yasser asked Yohanavi, Chas v'shalom, is that possible you're saying that? Umiyaka sveka kamek shmaya, is there a suffix by Hashem? It's not like Hashem doesn't know what the real pshat is. So what does that mean? He's saying that Rav Yasser says this, and Yonason says this. So Amar Leil, he told him, No, Elu Elu Devele Kim Chayim. Both of these are Devele Kim Chayim, meaning both of these pshatim are right. Hains of Matzav Loi Hikbid. He found a fly in his food, but that didn't get him upset. Nima Matzav Hikbid. Then he found a hair, and that was the mak of a patish. It was the straw that broke the camel's back, the fly along with the hair. So we see from here that Rabbi Yasser had a shot that Hashem agreed to, so it must be that Rabbi Yasser is a great man. And now we move on and we continue talking about this story. Amar Yehuda Rav Yehuda says, Zvov Bekaara Venima Ba'ase Makaim. This fly that was found was in a plate of food, and this hair that was found was in Ose Makaim. It was by the woman's general area. Zvov Mi Susa. The fact that there's a fly in the food, that's disgusting. But Venima Sakanta. The fact there's a hair by Isa Maka and by her general area, that's a danger because when he's having Tashmish with her, the hair can wrap around his aver and damage him. So that's why he got upset about it. Now, Ikad Amri, some say that Idi Idi Bika'ara, both of these that we're talking about, a fly and a hair, were in his food. Zvov, Ainsa. But a fly could be an Ainas. It's very possible the fly flew in as the food was being served him and she simply didn't realize. But Venima Pshiusa, the fact that there's a hair in the food, that's Pshia, that's negligence, and that's why he got upset at it. Now, what's a lesson that we learn out of Pelagish Begiva? Amr Chizi tells us, a person should not instill excessive fear inside his house. Because this Pelegish and Giva, her husband instilled too much fear in the house. And many tens of thousands of Yidin died because of this. And Amar Vihud Amarav, anyone that instills excessive fear in his house, it's possible that he's going to come to three Averas. What do we mean, Gili Arayas? So this has to do with living with Anida. His wife might need to be titled when it's freezing cold outside. She's not going to be Tyvel because it's going to be too cold, but she's going to be afraid to tell her husband, so she's going to have Tashmish with him anyway as an Ida, and that's considered Gilei Arayas. Shvich is dumb, which is bloodshed. Well, that's the whole story of Plagish Begiva. And Chel Shabbos is because she might not have everything ready before Shabbos, but out of fear of her husband, she's going to cook on Shabbos or maybe light candles after this man, and that's going to be because of this fear that her husband instilled in the home. And Amr Rabbi Barchana, he tells us, that which the Rabbanon say, these three things, a person has to say in his house just before it gets dark, Isartem, did you take off Maestris? Eravtem, did you make an Erev? Haliku Esaner, light the candle. Sarach Zayin Amad Alpha on the top, Lemurin Hu, This has to be said in a 
pleasant voice, it has to be said nicely and sweetly. He shouldn't go around yelling it. So they accept it from him. As we know that when a person talks pleasantly, his words are accepted much faster than when he yells and when he's angry. And Omar Vashi Ravashi says, I never heard this memory of Rabbi Rachana, but I did it anyway out of pure logic. I realized that if a person talks quietly and pleasantly, that he's going to be listened to far more. And Omar Bavo tells us, A person should not place excessive fear in his household. Because there was a great man, but he instilled too much fear in his house. And they fed him a davar gadol. Umanu, who was this person? Rabbi Chanina ben Gamliel. He actually ended up eating this davar gadol. We know that even when we're dealing with the animal of a tzaddik, Hashem doesn't bring any mishap to the animal. Don't we say for sure that the tzaddik himself is not going to run into any mishap? So how could we say that he ended up eating this davar gadol? So Gemara says, you're right. They wanted to give him davar gadol, but he didn't end up eating it. Now we just ask Umaynihu, what exactly is this davar gadol? It was Aver Menachai. The story was that they had shechted an animal and they were going to serve it to Rebchanin ben Gamliel and they realized that one of its limbs were missing and they didn't want him to get upset. So they just quickly cut a limb off of a live animal and cooked it and served it to him so that he doesn't get upset at them and that would have been Aver Menachai if he would have eaten it. So we see that a person shows trying to maintain calm and peace in his house and that way everything will be good and wonderful and there will be bracha in the house. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow continue to talk about this idea of sirtut. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.